And good morning, America. <laughs> Fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> but I like you, Tatis, so you're all right. But San Diego. <laughs>
Wamanalo is very rugged baseball. I can so, imagine. Yeah, it was very just steal, punch, throw, figure it out, hit, swing. I remember we had Coach Ben, and he was this giant 300-pound just animal guy. That was our coach. <laughs> and before every single game, he would make us all line up, and we f***ing hated it. But he'd everybody had to grab five baseballs and walk up to him. He'd make you bend over and put your hands on your knees and just whip baseballs at your chest to get you ready for the game. You, could, the? you couldn't block it? No, like, it was just like... It's like the <laughs> Adam Sandler... Uh... Dude, it was literally the... <laughs> yeah! 24 days till <laughs> baseball season! <laughs> that is exactly how it was. But we're f***ing 9 and 10-year-olds. Yeah. And the other team, and it would freak them out. But I think that's where me screaming baseball all the time really comes from. Because <laughs> our coach is so big on just, yeah, just f***ing make noise. And we're just rugged kids yeah. but definitely played a role in how up my upbringing came for baseball was baseball your first sport you ever played or did you get into anything other than that uh, growing up i actually only played baseball growing up and then i ended up playing football until i was like a sophomore in high school so it was just pretty much baseball all the way through right on and then like junior i tried track and stuff i just started to be an athlete so i was like it, i think what uh, people who may not know Keola or may have seen not not seen her videos, Keola is athletic as all hell. <laughs> like, Wait, which if you think of freak athlete, um, there's two of them in this room, and it's not you or me, Jaren. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Jaren's pretty athletic. You yeah. should see what he, it's, it takes a lot of talent to run with the camera, and <laughs> keep it balanced. Have and you all seen that. him swinging? A- t-rex outfit it's, oh yeah it's uh, right, dragon, i've also dragon. seen you almost pass out from a heat stroke running the second uh, in that t-rex oh, yeah, outfit true. <laughs> i don't know how you did that but but hola so seeing as how like athletic you are it surprises mm-hmm. me that you didn't play like other sports growing up because I, I don't know if like you were fast growing up like your whole life but you have the speed and that's all you really need for youth sports like soccer you could have easily excelled at that flag football tackle football whatever but why was baseball the only sport you played growing up? Honestly, my dad, it was like the only way I'd hang out with my dad. So I just played sports to play sports. Honestly, I'm super ghetto, guys. I don't know if you guys realize this, but I grew up in the back roads of Wamanala where like you ride your bike everywhere you go. You eat musubis and back then, like McDonald's is a dollar. So you're just a ghetto yeah. kid. But baseball was just like that outlet to like kind of have a relationship with my dad not that me and my dad aren't close but he's just super monotone and i'm very loving and expressive Mm -hmm. so just the contrast of like mine and his relationship baseball kind of brought us together so it's more just to make him proud but my stepdad actually wanted me to play sports and i'd hide my football helmet in the closet just to get out of going to practice and and i honestly just hated playing other sports i didn't want to get tackled Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do any extra work. I barely even wanted to go to baseball practice. My dad would have to drag me to baseball practice, but getting me there was the only, like, the main problem. Once I was there, I'd forget that we were practicing because I'm just playing. Yeah. I'm a crackhead. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys ever grow up, like, doing the same thing? Like, I remember I was taking, like, judo classes or karate classes at one point, and that was, like, the thing that I didn't want to do. So mm-hmm. I would always, like, pretend i was sick i would hide in that closet <laughs> that, was like, that was me in every other sport except baseball yeah. baseball was just like my dad would have to just get me like you just have to get me to the or, field yeah get me to the field if i got to the field i was there and present and i just love baseball that's why i, I only know the word baseball when i'm on the field <laughs> 
other than that it's just my brain doesn't i have really bad adhd you guys will figure this out throughout the podcast but my adhd is incredibly just yeah, I'll forget what we're talking about. So you guys got to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just the beauty of baseball in general. You know, you can just have so many guys from so many different backgrounds. You know, you grown up in, in where you grow up and then uh, others maybe in different circumstances. But we all kind of come together at, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. play the sport we love and, and enjoy our, our, each other's presence. Yeah, and so. that's the best part about it. It's just the brotherhood that this sport, and it's the sport. It has nothing to do, like, without this sport, I don't know any of you guys. You guys are just another Asian, another Popolo kid. <laughs> just walk past you guys every other day not racist or anything just like that's just oh, what's up brother how are you yeah but now with this we have this opportunity to bond get to know each other obviously like our personalities are so different but this game gives us a good middle ground to all come together which is beautiful beautiful so beautiful well said thanks appreciate that well said <laughs> <laughs> so campbell school campbell high school but before that kailua, kailua. i imagine because you're uh, living in waimanalo did you move so basically my Parents were always split up, so I was always just moving back and forth my whole life. But Wamanalo, born and raised, Mm -hmm. Kailua here and there. Um, But there's no Wamanalo High School. If not, I would have went there. Uh, So I ended up going Kailua, but then my mom ends up moving to have a beach, so then I have to Mm -hmm. go across the island. So one thing leads to another. I have to deal with transferring. And at that time, I was just kind of like, you know, Kailua was my home. I had Mm -hmm. like a really good foundation there, playing with Coach Corey and playing with all the guys that I grew up with and I ended up playing from Wamanalo going into um, juniors, which is like seventh, mm-hmm. eighth grade ball. I ended up moving to little league just so I could kind of get a good feel for like who I'd be playing with in high school. And then, so. uh, you know, your world shifts a little bit and then you got to go into a brand new high school with, I imagine not too many familiar faces around. No, it was gnarly. How was that walking in first day of class and seeing the, the brand new space, the brand new teammates? I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> just how different is Kailua from? Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, because Kailua's got like 700 kids. Then mm-hmm. Campbell's got 3,500. So just that, walking into school, I was like, what the f***? What is this army coming from? <laughs> I thought it was in the apocalypse. Everybody's just like swarming across. And well, then, yeah, Campbell's like the only high school oh, within that, insane. I don't know, 50-mile radius. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I was like, we're on a college campus, guys. This yeah, is no ridiculous. Um, but that was like the biggest thing. And then just like the shift in like at Kailua, it's like the football team was fighting to get guys to come out and mm-hmm. play, which is the only reason why I ended up playing my sophomore year. Um, and then by the time I got to Campbell, everybody expects me to be a football, like this three-sport athlete. Where I'm like, bro, I just started playing football last year. Yeah. Guys, don't expect shit from me. <laughs> Let alone I get on the team and they're like, there's tryouts and everybody's pressed. I'm like, wait guys we have to work to get on this team <laughs> what the f- are you guys talking about and they're like yeah bro look if you i'm like bro i'm just gonna durst that f- i'm gonna out him and if the coaches don't like it then f- this i'm out but yeah. that was just like my mentality going into it was just i'm this small you know i come from a smaller place there's a big target on my yeah. back just everybody's looking at you as this east side kid and even everybody at kailua pretty much hated me because i was just this traitor kid mm-hmm. but which wasn't the case i was just like f- i live with my mom you right right but yeah you can't you can't argue with with circumstance you know things happen life happens and you know you just kind of have to roll with the punches but what i think was pretty special about you you moving over to to campbell high school was senior year 2015 
top it off with a with a state championship. I think first time since 1978 that mm-hmm. Campbell had been around to hold that trophy at the end of the season. What was that like? I mean, you know, Jaren and I got to experience that a little bit, and you know, but that's some of the greatest memories that I have. You scored the winning run in the bottom of the eighth. But inning. yeah, you had you know that's kind like, of an impactful yeah, you know was, presence on the baseball field for the outcome of that game, and then you guys win it all. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a trip. Thanks. It was insane, and like not even the downplay like you guys have the exact same experience like you guys know that feeling and it was just like a very unique feeling to be like i know it just probably sit on you guys <laughs> sorry brandon, See, <laughs> uh, brandon was brandon not there i want one in college <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well brandon has no idea what we're talking about so let's all like, uh, if you could no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> but it's just like that feeling of like in real time nostalgia like it was happening and you're experiencing this moment that's like bigger than you and you're like oh wait what the did i did i just do and you walk past the plate and you're like what the you know and excuse my language everybody i apologize i have a terrible mouth i realize (laughs) Um, and have fun with this one yeah i was gonna say are we gonna have to edit all of this it's all right okay you guys should should have let me know i'll I'll, I'll monitor myself i'll I'll monitor it from this point on you're good um this is raw. This is raw, authentic. I was gonna Kyola say Hyman, this man. is me. <laughs> uh, no, but back to what we were saying. Yeah, it was just like I can remember that whole sequence of events, and like I can replay it in my mind. And probably you guys can do the same thing, where you can just basically put yourself there, and just the atmosphere. How much, like I couldn't hear nothing. Coach Rory's yelling, "Hey, ball!" I don't know what the he said i'm yeah. just like bro this is way too intense of a situation standing on third base if i don't score right now everybody's gonna hate me that's <laughs> all i was thinking yeah i think at the end of the day you know when the last out is made or when that last winning run is scored and you know it's kind of like the weight of the world just is off your shoulders and it's just pure euphoria you get to celebrate with the the guys that you grinded out an entire season that with experience. you know an entire off season with you know you put in all the work that nobody sees nobody mm-hmm. cares to see um you know the, the stands are packed you got all the eyes on you and then it's just like a you know revel in the in the moment type of thing it's really special it's hard to describe um it's it's pretty cool that we've you know all at some point in our careers got to experience something like that yeah, but just be there uh, i think you know in, in Hawaii baseball, you know, Hawaii and ILH, right? Two very different, you know, basically public school, private schools on Oahu. Two very different types mm-hmm. of baseball. Too. Two very different types of baseball. And what I think is pretty difficult with Hawaii baseball is, you know, you guys, we have all these private schools in the ILH that can recruit kids from anywhere on the island. Mm-hmm. Whereas the public schools are relegated to uh, a certain district or, uh, you know, a certain zip code, so to speak. And yeah, so like where you're from is who you got. Exactly. And so you don't get exactly, to cherry yeah. pick, you know, who you want or, you know, if you see somebody playing and it's like, hey, come over to, to our school. Yeah, if anything, it's the opposite problem where you got talented guys and it's like there's a better, not to on public school versus private school, but it's like there's better opportunity to go to Way a private better. school. Right. So it just. So I think it makes it all that more in. special that, you know, public school represent OIA, love it, Campbell. Uh, 2015 baseball state champions uh, yeah. led by none other than Danimo's legend, not Kaola Hyman. Just a quick shout out to all the 2015 <laughs> brothers. That was fucking unreal. Like when I came to Campbell, the most awesome thing was that they were a unit, like just mm-hmm. on their own. Like I just, you could see it. When I walked onto that team, they were like, no, you got to earn our respect and like yeah. you need to become one of us. And I didn't like take it any kind of way, but I could just tell like, oh, f- these guys want to win. Like mm-hmm. these guys have 
this weird like they're not like just an underdog mentality but with this like confidence this subtle like humble confidence like they knew how good they were like just the way ian dorian keela like mm-hmm. those three guys like the way they would just carry themselves off the baseball field compared to on the baseball field there was like no like transparent so it's yeah. like we just carried ourselves this way which i think ended up like taking us to like this championship route and it went through a bunch of failures first because junior year was a f-ing sh- sorry <laughs> We're gonna try my best here. was a terrible time uh but well, i think any good championship team has to face that adversity yeah, at to, some point you know mm-hmm. you have to learn what it feels like to be on the bottom and then work your way back up mm-hmm. and um I think what what was cool about what I remember about that year was uh, I think during the state tournament I'm not sure if it was in the championship game or not but there was a clip of you coming into pitch mm-hmm. and before you um, before you threw to the first batter you hit the camera with a little uh, with a little skank like a wit are you talking about no the wit? I don't know you uh, you were dancing and I think OC sixteen <laughs> caught it on camera you were just like, kind of like vibing before you got on the mound I know exactly what you're talking about all of a sudden about. you that just like- lock in on the mound and then and you know that was pretty special i think that speaks a lot to your, your character awesome. and I'm, your uh presence funny on the baseball field i it, love that <laughs> uh, that's a good memory i remember that because you know that song first let me out and i literally we're doing it the whole time and then we're just like bro you got to do it on the mound you got to do it on the mound I'm like, bro, no stop everybody knows i'm a clown and they're gonna look at me as a clown if i do this they're like bro you gotta do it and i'm like dang it but right? i love like, that yeah. like when when someone gets to show some kind of emotion or you know i think for a long time especially in hawaii where it's very uh i don't know j- traditional asian or japanese where it's very stoic and not emotional uh to, to see that emotion come out on the field is refreshing mm-hmm. and it's like uh, the brand of baseball that I think Danimals puts together and it's the brand of baseball that I, I really endorse. I, I love that. I, it, it sort of feels like uh, like wrong place, wrong time though. If you're talking about a state championship game, like you came in the, the top of the eighth inning or something. To pitch. To pitch, right? Yeah. So you were doing that dance on the top of the eighth inning in like one of the most important games of your life, <laughs> right? So like time and place, right? There's a time and place to, to I get it. channel I just, your inner Danimal. I don't the weirdest i mean i don't know if it's weird or i know a lot of people feel this too but i have this weird thing with pressure where i have a really hard time telling when it's like a sit like <laughs> i have no idea when like there's a tense situation going on like there's a fight about to break out and i'm just like stop you and you know just acting like myself and not realizing there's like tension everywhere or people are like pressed about this situation and i'm just there like I just got to throw the ball. What? Why are you guys all nuts? Let me just relax. I'll go throw the ball. I'll throw the ball. But it's just, it comes, I think it all comes down to like mentality, especially in baseball. Like your mentality is everything. And my mindset's just always been like, this is a game. And if if you're it's not, not fun, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, if it's out. not fun, I don't want to do this. There's no point in being out here if it's not fun, especially in a situation like that. Like to get the opportunity to be in that position, they're like, bro, this is your spot. The, the camera's on you. And I'm like, stop, guys. Like, I got to, like, Coach Rory's going to pull me out if I do something. It's just, just a subtle one. I'm like, whatever. So, well, that, I think any good championship team, any team in general, needs somebody like Keola on their team. Thank you, know, you Coach to, Ryan. You're the best. Someone You're to the best. lighten the mood, someone to bring the energy, and someone to really, you know, 
be the glue for the entire team um, to all say, you know, uh, regardless of the pressure, regardless of the moment, let's have some fun. You know, let's enjoy the moments we mm-hmm. have together on, on the field and, and really um, appreciate the time we have together. Hell yeah. I love that. Can I ask you one thing, though? What's up? Before we, before we head on to the break, do you remember making a conscious effort to touch home plate when you cross for the winning run? Bro, it was a blur. <laughs> it was a genuine bl- Like, as soon as I saw the ball hit to right field, I just remember screaming and just ra- everything was rattling. The Like, there was an instant roar. As soon as the ball got hit, it was already just, you couldn't hear nothing. Then it got loud. And then as I'm running home and everything's shaking, I just screamed. Blackout. And I just, rem- I remember just looking straight, screaming at the top of my lungs. So mm-hmm. I don't have a conscious effort of touching home plate. But I watched the replay. I definitely touched it. So you better I, not say anything. So I just wanted. To, there's a little bit of controversy because in oh, 2015, no. yeah, Jaron in, in the first state tournament what game did you do? against Capole, it was it was three three. We were actually down. I was I was graduated already, but this is Jaron's I think junior year, yeah. 2015. Uh, first game of the state tournament. Oh, you're down three zero. Marlon's down three zero to Capole. We were making a make comeback. a comeback. Jaren's the go ahead run or winning run. The winning run on, on third. third. Bases are loaded. Right? Don't tell me. He uh, something happens. I don't know if it was it, it was, was a chopper to JR, left. Jr. chopped it over the third base and, head. And Jaren is running to home. Like there's no play at home. He's gonna be safe by a mile. But he just runs he and is elated. And, and there is not a definitive shot of whether he touched the plate or not. There is not. And. My coaches brought this up to me after. But did the, the did the run count? Just tell the me. run counted. The run okay. counted. We we ended up advancing. <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> knew in the moment that like you could have probably missed no. the plate. No. I think everybody on the Capole side was probably a little dejected that yep. they just lost the game and Marino was so elated that they celebrated the walk off. But no one really saw what happened at home plate. And every time I watch the replay, it's like it Jared like, did not touch oh home plate right there. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, that is just oh my god. That's like when the umpires all find out. Like somebody's like, hey, you didn't touch home plate, and it's a Spider Man where they're all. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw it? Sorry, but you you know what's funny though, Kayla, because I think allegedly you might have had a similar situation because, you know, the animals baseball, we do our research before podcasts, right? So um, I found mm-hmm. this clip of you. It was like an 81-yard touchdown. Uh, oh, touchdown. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. Did somebody, already, did somebody I, bring this up to you already? I, I know for a fact. No, I just, I know for a fact oh. what you're talking about. And I got the, if you watch it, I don't know how much you guys did your research, but if you watch it, as I'm walking back and thinking like, yeah, I'm a hammer, blah, 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 blah. And then the ref walks up to me and he says this comment to me. And you can see me. I literally go, wait, what, what? And he's like, really close, 22, really close. I gave you that one. And I go, what? And then I was like, what happened? (laughs) And then Jace comes behind me. So Jace is a receiver on the other end. And he goes, you dumb, you dropped the ball at the one yard. And I was like, no, I didn't. I was running through and I just tried it. I was like, yeah, I know what you were trying to do, but you didn't do that. You dropped it at the one yard line. I'm like, there's no way. And then we go home, we watch it. We're all, yeah. I, drop, I was like letting go of the ball at like the four yard line. It was like out of my hand at the one. And I'm like dancing through the end zone, just like, yeah, I got a touchdown. No, you don't. You drop the ball, you idiot. I was just, that, that was just so funny because like, I'm just like, 
trying to do my research to like oh see what he what he was what like what other dirt you guys got <laughs> it just so happened that we found that clip it was oh like the God. number one clip of you like, dude it was it was such an epic moment that i ruined to myself like i can't even watch it without being embarrassed like yeah check this video i caught this 80 yard touch no it's a 70 yard it's a 79 yard fumble <laughs> We do have to brag, Kayla Hyman, uh, 2015, 18 receptions on the Campbell football team, 440 yards, four touchdowns. Impressive. Athlete. Athlete. I try my best. You were the go-to bomb guy. When they ever needed a big, big pass, they went to you, it looked like. Um, But I think that's going to wrap it up for the first half of Danimals Baseball. Um, Under the Lights presented by Danimals Baseball. I mean, we're going to take a short um, ad break, and we'll be back after this. Hell yeah, that was awesome. Growler Hawaii, Uncle Bill, Josh, Jake, Uncle Al, thank you for the support. From quality craft beverages, uh, delicious cuisine to a quality ambiance, Growler Hawaii is the place to be for your 2 p.m. hangover relief. Experience the best quality American beer at our craft beer pub in Honolulu, located in Kapahulu near Waikiki Beach. It is a go-to place to sit back, relax, and enjoy handcrafted beer made to perfection. Thank you guys. Thank you, Uncle Bill, Uncle Al, Josh, and Jake. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Under the Lights presented by Danimals Baseball. This is the baseball edition with Keola Hyman, my brother. Also joined by my two co-hosts, Brandon Roberts. Baseball! And Jaren Kobashigawa. How's it, boys? How's Hi. it? Hi, man. Love Hi, Hey, man. there we go. Isn't that the best last name ever? Besides, best. besides Roberts. But. Oh, goodness. Besides Bye Man. Hi, man. <laughs> Hi, man. <laughs> no, I hate it, honestly, because it's also a girl's apparently. Like a, yep. hy- a hymen. Do you know that? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean a girl's cherry? I don't know. Next when, up, when you... HPU baseball guy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving no. on. Uh, Ola. Sorry. Got the opportunity to play baseball at HPU, uh, local college, Hawaii Pacific University. Mm-hmm. That must have been pretty special. It was I mean, awesome. Playing in front of family and friends and being able to stay home and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't good enough to play D2 ball, <laughs> so I went to California and <laughs> played D3. But uh, yeah, you know what was really cool about HPU baseball when, when you were playing, and even up to this day, is it's always been a little bit of a like Hawaii all-star team. Like Hawaii high school all-star team. Yeah, like all the best... like. Pretty much all the best guys that don't go to D1s end up at HBO. Yeah. Just like, un- like not even unfortunately, but like it's kind of cool how they'd rather go to HBO than UH. Back then, like yeah. the whole wave of guys, it was like, you had Rico, you had mm-hmm. like Trey them, like just guys that were like, what the, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> like, why are you guys at HBO? We had Brandon Bonilla, like why, like that guy, I mean, not from, not local boy, but we had a guy throwing a hundred coming to Hawaii Pacific. What the hell is that? Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, <laughs> but that's me to catch his pen. I was like negative. What was your experience like? Um, for me, it was just awesome to even get a scholarship. I didn't even think I was gonna play baseball after high school unless I got a scholarship to mm-hmm. go somewhere. And then it was either Lewis and Clark um, powerhouse. Yeah, I think I don't know which one. The one in Idaho. Um, yeah that's the one in idaho yeah that's the d2 in idaho they're oh, they're really okay. or naia yeah, yeah, yeah. NIA. Powerhouse. they're really good i yeah. think you're joking about the d3 school huh lewis and clark in oregon is it no no, no the there's, a, there's lewis no, and clark university which is in oregon and lewis and clark state which Wait, is he in said idaho. he no. said powerhouse no, 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 and i was no. like they don't have a good baseball that's team. A real one. they're actually really good 
Yeah, I thought they were like I looked them up and stuff, and that's where um Ali Padrino went because yep. mm-hmm. he was at Campbell. Um, so I was really debating going there because I had like pretty much a full ride to go there. Um, but then I'm just a local boy at heart, and I didn't want to leave. I didn't even want to go to college to be honest. Um, but then Coach Ukes just called me literally a random day. I remember I was bowling, and then he's like, <laughs> "Hyman," and I'm like, "Who is this?" And then <laughs> Hi, man. He's like, "He's like, is this Hyman?" And I'm like. Yes, this is Kyol Hyman. Who's this? And then he says, this is Coach Yukimoto. And I go, who? And then he's like, I'm, I'm the head coach for Hawaii Pacific University. I'd like to talk to you. Do you have a minute? And I go, yeah, sure. Hang on one second. And I bowled my ball. I literally remember. <laughs> I bowled it. And then I'm like, guys, Coach Yukes is calling me. And then they're like, Yukimoto? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, that's Trey's dad. And I'm like, yeah, I know. So I go and I go on the side. And then Coach Yukes is like, what do I got to do to get you? And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, I want you to play for me. And I go, at Hawaii Pacific, and then, wait, God, sorry. The <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, yeah, Coach Ukes called, and it was just like a blessing, like out of nowhere. Um, and this is like a month into the summer, going into senior year. So like literally going into senior, year, I had no plans to go to college. I already was kind of set on like not going to mm-hmm. Lewis and Clark because it just didn't make sense for me at the time. And I just wanted to stay with my family, but Coach Ukes kind of already knew I wanted to stay home, which kind of, it all just made sense. And the transition into HP was awesome because at first I was supposed to redshirt. So I had like the experience of like, um, what is it called when you're like an active redshirt? Like a, not like where you're redshirting, but like you're a part you of the team. You can still play, like practice. Yeah, practice. Like that. Whatever that phrase is called mm-hmm. i was that but then because i would suit up at the games and mm-hmm. stuff it's like i could burn my red shirt at any given moment right and whether it's how i mean everything happens for a reason but our outfielders were like over 28 <laughs> in our first like first three games so after going into our fourth or the third game of the season coach Yukes ends up going we're like over 28 he's like hyman if no one gets a hit you're hitting in the ninth and i go <laughs> what? like thought he, i thought he was joking and then in the six, we we're still hitless. All of our outfielders, like nobody mm. got one hit, so he's pissed. Um, so he pulls me in the back, and then he just had like this super serious. And I was like, like how I don't, I can't tell pressure. <laughs> so I thought he was joking, and he's like, "You want to burn your red shirt?" And I thought he was just being, you know, a pissed off coach. Like I'm right, very right, observant. Right. I'm totally like game to joke around with whoever. Like I don't care who you are. You could be anybody. So I thought he was joking with me, like hell yeah, coach, just burn him already. <laughs> you- and, that's exactly what happened in the ninth inning. He's like, Hyman, start swing, Like, literally start swinging. Like, get hot. And I'm like, bro, is this guy joking? Or is he just wanting me to, like, get... I thought he was just trying to test me as a freshman. No, I got a pinch hit in the bottom of the... Ni- or in the top of the ninth. Or bottom of the ninth. No, bottom of the eighth. It was bottom of the eighth. And then we are losing that game anyway. But I hit a nuke. And it was a <laughs> warning track shot to left field. So I was like, holy crap. And then that was how I ended up burning my red shirt was that at bat. So did you end up like having a big role throughout that rest of the season? Like, did you start or? Yeah. So I ended up turning in from that. So that was like my debut, but I don't like, I didn't consider that like my debut. That was just getting me in at bat because we had a double header. So the first two games, luckily we won, but obviously outfielders aren't doing too hot. Um, First two games, I don't play. Third game, I get that at bat. Fourth game starts right after, and then Coach Ukes is like, you're in the lineup, like you're starting. And I'm like, Ooh. 
I'm like, whoa, this is half like yeah. this is real life. So I run into the stands, I go eat my pandas, I'm talking to my mom <laughs> them. I'm like, Mom, like I'm gonna play. Like I'm like this is a real thing that's happening. And then he's like she's like, What do you mean? Was that you? Was that you hitting? Your dad was saying that and I'm like, Yeah, that was me. I hit I am not a I'm not a red I'm a freshman now, I'm not a red shirt. And then she's like, Oh my god, why the f would you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, Why not? I get to play, I don't gotta sit on the bench. So I ended up getting in the lineup, and I remember my first at bat, jam shot up the middle, just cuffed, yeah, cuffed me up inside. Um, and then Coach Les came up to me, and he goes, boy, you're so tense up there. Relax. <laughs> and I can remember saying it, just relax. And I go, yeah, you're right. What am I stressed about? And then I go back into being, you know, myself. Mm -hmm. And guy leaves a hang and they're trying to just blow it by me i'm a freshman they're yeah, yeah, yeah. five foot nothing a hundred nothing <laughs> this guy's six foot twelve on the mound just throwing <laughs> so he's trying to blow it by me but i'm like bro i hit fastballs bro mm -hmm. apple taco butterscotch apple gap shot triple because i'm fast then i'm like oh i'm hot then they try to deuce me up so my next at bat they're trying to throw all sliders my walk and we had three walk-up songs which really threw me off but my third walk-up song was Uomao and really gets the inner home <laughs> going. I sh** you not. I love it. It was. I love bruh, it. It was unreal. I talked to my bat, breathed some life into him, <laughs> and I just, like, there was this weird feeling. I was like, bro, I'm going to hit a home Everything run. took over. Bro, everything took over, and I hit a nuke. It was epic. But, yeah, that was probably the most unbelievable moment of my life actually that's pretty special and i think as you talk me through that the only thing that i can think of is how special is it that you know mom and dad get to be in in the stands and you know family and oh, friends everything. and you know teammates seeing you out there for the first time i know like first college hit is always kind of special um but you know to put on a performance like that you know in front of a, a your coach who is witnessing a few struggling outfielders mm -hmm. and you know i think it all comes full circle for you you know Hawaii boy gets to put on a jersey in front of, uh, you know, college jersey in yeah. front of, uh, you know, family and friends from, from Hawaii, in Hawaii, mm -hmm. and go out and ball out. Yeah, and it's like, it was so cool to be living that, you know, it was a reality. It was yeah. like my lifestyle, and it just became like an everyday thing, and getting to represent, like, your home state, getting to represent, like, your family, your family's there every weekend, like, cheering you on, and, like, I know family's important to everybody, but especially for me and my mom we've always had this like real rift you guys our, are yeah yeah and you guys all know how me and my mom are my mom is my whole world yeah so she's always had and i'm not ashamed to talk about it she knows she's a crackhead uh, <laughs> but she's always had drug problems where she hasn't been able to be a part of my life so mm -hmm. when just you know right moment right time kind of thing um everything just lined up and i'm in this position to really make her proud and you know it was just nice to get to play and just all all parents ever want to see is their kids just playing around having fun and that's the best part about this sport is like it's the one sport they can see like your reaction after you get a hit then they can see like bro that's my baby on first base that's him like sticking his tongue oh, you <laughs> but it's so cool how like each of us have our own like you get to, yeah like, live in that moment and like relish it, that moment and relish it and it's like it's cool how each of us kind of develop like jaja has this thing like after he hits he does this two little skipper out the box and i don't think you what ever, you do like this like after you get a hit you do like two quick skips and then you take off into your run i don't even know if you notice it but <laughs> i think it's the smoothest thing ever you just have this natural just 
<laughs> and you're just off to the races and it's just like those little things i always look at and for me i know like i never noticed it about myself but i do all these wacky weird things because that's who i am and no matter what they come and play a part on the baseball field and we all have them but it's just so cool to me that like this sport brings that out of everybody so yeah you talk about those times where you know baseball transcends just the sport mm-hmm. right it's more than just the game on the field it's the reaction of you and mom getting to share that special moment and uh you know I, that's that's just gives me chills gives me chicken skin man that's that's really cool oh yeah um you you go on to hit five bombs yeah yeah 2016 year. led the team i think with that with that mark or tied for the lead yeah, is there was... a most memorable one was it the one that the first one that you hit in that fourth game all right jordan i'm sorry i gotta call you out on this one jordan kurokawa <laughs> oh god oh <laughs> uh, dude it was okay the only reason why this is my favorite home run because none of them like all of them are they're just me hitting the ball like had got drafted but yeah he got drafted it's cool that he's a local boy he played for hilo and, and the animals yeah and the animals and like marinol which is awesome he played for marinol right mm-hmm. yeah and he's at marinol which is awesome for this um Sorry, Jordan. So you're getting roasted. <laughs> but the reason why is because I'm. we all used to work out at Kaka Aqua um, when I was at HPU. And then Jordan during the summer would work out at Kaka Aqua. And I never actually met him off like the baseball field. And when I saw him on the baseball field, he had long hair. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Jordan Kurkawa, blah, blah, blah. And I got dog shit. I was like, it was a one-two count. He threw a hanging curveball, and I just threw my bat out, and it just landed in the tree. I got lucky. Um, but aside from that, it was like literally like a year later and then i ran into him i'm walking into the gym and he goes oi and i go what's up and then he goes you killed a hymen and i go yeah he goes you hit a bomb on me last year <laughs> <laughs> i'm like gosh my bad bro it was no <laughs> my bad and then he goes, bro that was a bomb bro i left <laughs> i left the curveball hanging you took me deep and i'm like i like you. you're cool bro and then we've been boys ever since it's awesome but like even those little like how do you hit a bomb off of someone and become their friend? Like, that's just so dope to me. Like, that is a, the coolest thing ever. That, that's what's cool about baseball in Hawaii, I think. Only I in Hawaii. I don't think you get that if no. you, you know, Cali, Cali, uh, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, Hawaii, two local boys going at it at, at the collegiate level and then uh, being able to sit in reflection and, and become good friends after that, I think yeah. is pretty special. Because it's crazy. It's like you look at somebody in this whole, like, I looked at him like, bro, he's the f- dude at Hila like yeah. he's there dude, and he was shoving against like he won I think the game that I hit that home run we only had like two he only gave up two hits and one was a dog bomb so it's like he was throwing a gem mm-hmm. he was dicing us we just get lucky every once in a while especially when you don't think about nothing that's like baseball me. that's baseball <laughs> duh <laughs> uh, I love it I yeah. love it so uh, you know after your, your collegiate career it finishes up mm-hmm. um, I think that's probably around uh the beginning of quarantine or maybe a few years off and then kind of going into quarantine so quarantine hits yeah it was pretty much just like a a lot of stuff was happening internally at hpu like kind of just when i got there it was you know coach you coach Mm -hmm. last like there was foundation but throughout the process it's like we got coaches coming in and out and then by the end of it like we don't even know what happened but just one day the whole team was just gone like Mm -hmm. coach yukes resigned um and to this day, like, a lot of us don't know what the whole narrative was. Um, but as the new team kind of took fold, which was Dallas at the time, mm-hmm. Dallas just decided to do other things with the team that, you know, 
And me personally, it just didn't make sense for what I was doing. Plus, we were going into this weird kind of, it was just like a weird shifting year, mm -hmm. like in outside life, which obviously your real life is always going to play a factor in baseball. And it just wasn't my time for baseball. And it was more time for life at that point. Yeah, so you go on and, and live out the next few years, COVID hits, quarantine hits, and then all of a sudden, you know, Josh and Brandon give you a buzz and say, why don't you come out and play some ball for Danimals? Hell, Brad, that was just the great, like, when Josh brought it up to me, I thought it was a, like, because I would see it and I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, I wasn't ready to, like, in my head settle or, like, mm -hmm. I was still trying to at least get back into, I still had one more year at that point and just playing any outside league aside from, like, that competitive level mm -hmm. was just, like, me stepping back but honestly once i was on the team and like that for it was just like the first game out we had a brat i remember max he ate it oh. that was, <laughs> my first game ever bro max right out the box just tumbleweed i was like what is happening like and everybody was just playing around everybody's drinking just having a great like it doesn't make the first base <laughs> yeah, didn't even run it out i was like wait what we can just huh have fun <laughs> this is great and after that i was like you know what this is you know and that's everything happens for a reason and like i no doubt in my mind i'm like i was supposed to stop playing then so i could play it for danimals now because it's so fun <laughs> <laughs> well as much as you enjoy it i think that the squad enjoys your presence equally as much if not more i think there's something special with with you being on the squad, bringing the energy, and, you know, it's it's always a better day at the field when, when you're around. You make me cry, man. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but outside of I baseball. I appreciate that, though. Yeah, no, that just says a lot about your character. And I think, uh, you know, you've been obviously been through a lot throughout your life. And, and the way that you carry yourself nowadays and, and the way you go about, you know, being present for everybody mm -hmm. is, is something to, to tip my hat to. Thank I you. think it's it's really special about you. Hey, yeah, you're sweet. Thank you. <laughs> don't make me blush. <laughs> I don't know how to take compliments. <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, let's cut to a break. I think we uh, can go into a, another reset of the cameras here. Uh, we'll go into a quick ad read from our sponsors. But on the other side, we'll continue our chat with Mr. Baseball. Baseball. Kayla uh, I want to scream. I don't. I. I feel like without this, it, I'm probably so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tune in back to Under the Lights presented by Daniels Baseball. This episode episode of Under the Lights presented by Daniels Baseball is brought to you by Aloha Caps and Aloha Mints. For the baseball gear you want and need, handled and delivered to you with Aloha. Aloha Caps and Aloha Mints founded by Everett Lau, a Division Lau 1 infielder, and Emerson Lau. The business and digitally savvy brother aim to bring you high quality hats and mitts to the islands of Hawaii. With sizes between seven and a quarter and seven and a half, Aloha size matters. Aloha Caps delivers exceptional quality caps that, that have been protected from environmental and external exposures. You can find them on Instagram at Aloha underscore caps and Aloha Mitts. DM for any in inquiries or purchase information. We're yeah. back. We're back. Aaron Hicks is on my fantasy team. Hey, man. Uh, we're here with... Uh, it's high. It's high, man. My bad. <laughs> it's high, man. Kill the he-man. We're here with Amisa coach B-Rob and myself. Um, getting back into having a conversation with you, Mr. Highman, mm -hmm. I actually have a lot of memories of you before I met you uh -huh. from social media. 
Okay. Primarily, I think like Jaren's a resident social media stalker. Dude, by the he way, he is a like well, a hawk. When you when you think about like, like look at those eyes, dude. He has changed his glasses like four <laughs> times. Has anybody else noticed that? Am I the only one? It's a subtle it's, change. It's a week. Oh my god! I just realized. Change. I was like, wait, you were wearing the dark shades. <laughs> you were wearing no shades at one point. He's the first one to notice in any episode so far. Really? <laughs> I've been doing a lot of outfit changes. Dude, you're brilliant. I love that shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's uh, the Holo Holo Pro. I wonder where you got it. What What is the Holo Holo Pro? A professional cruiser. What the hell is a professional <laughs> cruiser? It's, it, I am the professional cruiser, which is, right, you just, it's a life, it's really just a lifestyle. It's just a way you just carry yourself. It's just, I, to be honest with you, I don't want to do nothing, but I want to get paid to do nothing. So you have to be a professional to get paid doing nothing. <laughs> That's what all these rich people do. But I'm not trying to do that either. It's just more like, I realize it's like how you carry yourself, how you treat people, how you like just go about your everyday life and it's like we're all humans like at the end of the day what kind of human who are you you know and i ask everybody i'm like who like that's such a tough question when you really think about like who are you deep down like we're all just the same nothingness but we all kind of develop our own personalities and our own like niche and stuff and mine just turned out to be this cruiser dude from the island that wants to do nothing knows he can't because of that, there's this di- this giant conundrum in my head that's like, well, you got to pick one. You got to be a professional or a cruiser. I'm like, no, I'm going to be both. <laughs> and, and I will say off off camera, you did tell me that you want to get paid to do nothing. But with that money, you want to give it away to people who need it. Yeah. Abs- like, I don't I don't even want the money. I just know that money like I don't care what anyone says. Money buys happiness. I buy a toy. I am stoked. Like I buy a Funko Pop every other day. I just, What's a Funko Pop? Funko. It's a little action figure, yeah, you know, uh, like little the bobblehead kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like the kind the of things big, that do nothing. The big head, like dude, you know, like you, I, I love toys sm- so much. I brought a can for us to rip today. Like, oh we're, we're, no way, we're, we're ripping packs, boys. We are celebrating. Okay, I was because I think we wanted to ask you about this because we we noticed that you've been getting into like r- like opening up packs and yes. doing like the whole like Pokemon card thing, yes. trying to get lucky. One hundred percent. I think it's awesome. It is just. It's such a good. Have any of you guys ever ripped a pack? No, not no. of Pokemon cards. Never. Not officially. Okay. Well, we we're gonna have to do this. We'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. And I think you that's guys, gonna be the you guys perfect. need to experience this. Watch us pull like. <laughs> if, we, if we pull, a, if there's a Charizard like in here, I will literally like. I will baseball the. F- oh my you better goodness. tell your mom then like there's not it's not an earthquake it's just ola getting all nuts because then like jake paul have like a three million dollar pikachu yeah like this jake paul hypes his own cards up but they're probably worth that much just because of how much he's talked them up yeah. it's probably like a hundred thousand dollar card that he's talked up to, to three million yes a hundred for a pokemon that's insane what a dude. jack that's insane so cool by the way do you have a favorite pokemon Blast, Blastoise. 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 Dude, it's a, it's a turtle with freaking giant cannons on its <laughs> shoulders. How do you, like, what other Pokemon beats that? I mean, a lot, but. I think what's really cool about your perspective on life and, and wanting to be a, a professional cruiser, make some money to, to give it away to those who need it. That's, mm-hmm. that's a really cool thing. Um, but uh, yeah, you started this this brand that uh, maybe we can promo the the shirts. Good looking shirts out there. Yep, they're one for they're Kirola. in production. Don't ask for one yet, but they're in production. <laughs> they exist. They're here. By the way, 
I don't know what you made this out of. This is, you didn't tell me to say this at all. I literally wear this shirt a lot to work, like when I go to work at ESPN, because it's actually really comfortable. Thank I'm you. not even joking. I wear these shirts because they're comfortable. And I'm just like, dude, and it's mine. That's dope. I'm glad you said that. That makes me happy. No, yeah, not even, not scripted at all. And I think the, like you gave me the shirt oh because God. we ended up, we ended up <laughs> oh doing God. a video together, right? Yeah. Like the first time we sort of like, can we out. talk about that? Yeah, oh, yeah, let's, let's get into it. The yeah. first time we like Dude. hung out like, outside was, of Danimal's baseball. I got I to gotta ask you, like, what was your, like, because for me, I was just excited. Like, I'm like, oh, dude, I get to hang out with Jaja. Like, this is, <laughs> like, it, it went from, like, obviously, we were going into it to make this video or, like, at least try to produce, like, something. And it just turned on to just hanging out with my buddy, actually. But we, yeah, we got up, Starbucks. We got Starbucks. <laughs> we had a full little date. Full of course date. you went to awesome. Starbucks. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like what did, what did you think of that? It day? was, on, so honestly, like. Just for some context, Kyola and Jaren put together this beautiful production, Be Like Wata. <laughs> um, it's on Instagram, on I think both Kyola and Jaren's Instagrams. Um, yeah. Please check it out. It's a wonderful video. It's it gives awesome. me crack up every time I watch it. A lot of motivation, guys. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. Now, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. A ton of motivation. <laughs> but yeah, talk us through what, what that was like for you, Jared. It So for me, like... I was gonna I was gonna say earlier that I knew you a lot from social media, like seeing like TikToks or like Instagram or whatever. Like I remember videos of you like there was one where you were in Waikiki and some homeless guy was like, like <laughs> screaming and then you were just like Oh I like one dollar. Yeah, he's like, You like one dollar or you get one dollar and you go, I know more dollar. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Cruising, huh? I know more dollar, but what? He goes, what the yeah. fuck? I'm like, bro, relax. Like, videos like that. There's a video of you, like, climbing a coconut tree with only your arms to get your, <laughs> your dog a coconut. Like, stuff like that. So, and that kind of stuff, they, that did fairly well on social media. Like, borderline viral. Yeah, it was, fu- was hilarious. Because when, whenever I posted stuff before that would go viral, it would just happen. Like, I wasn't trying to be anything or do anything, but these things would happen. And the second I shifted into trying to do these things, I couldn't do it. So it was just the weird, like everything that's viral and everything that you've seen is all like authentic Ola. Mm-hmm. Everything that you've met me since has been just me trying to produce Ola. But I can't, <laughs> I can't produce Ola. I just got to be him. He's too, he's too nuts. He's fucking crazy, that guy. I love the third person right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're ta- it's funny. It's like, I get what you're saying though. It's like, I see my old self as that character and I can totally see like, the perspective that you look at him well because i see so i when i met you it was sort of like a surreal experience like i, I had no like meaning a celebrity sort of in a, in a way <laughs> like not quite because okay. like like i think local people you'll never really consider local people never. like total celebrity celebrities like i think if i see like max hallway or something i would still like dap him up and be like yeah. like how's it, oh, how's yeah. it? <laughs> but like okay it's it sort of like that like getting to hang out with you actually it was it was pretty awesome. Thanks. Like, I had then, a great like, time with you too. Like, like me just like packing my bag with like camera equipment and stuff, like getting ready, like, oh, we're going to be like shooting a video. Like mm-hmm. I get to be in like Ola's vlogs maybe. Like we just, like I don't get that opportunity a lot to like actually collaborate with other 
people who have a camera or yeah, like, like want to do content stuff. producers. Yeah, like, yeah, we're just yeah. trying to produce some content. It it was awesome, and we ended up coming up with this, I mean, idea. Um, you had a like masterpiece. It was a masterpiece. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Like we're gonna look back, job. We're gonna look back at that in like thirty years and just be like, bro, <laughs> bro, what were we thinking? Grammy award winning Grammys. Uh, that's yeah. what we were thinking. Unreal. I think we were thinking about that too when we were making it. Like, I was like, are we doing something cool here? Or are yeah. we just like? Around. Yeah, it was like a mix between the two. But as we were getting the clips, I was like, bro, I think this might yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, I think, I think to cap it all off too. I need to get soaked. Yeah, that was it. And I was just like, bro, because we were doing it. We just kept adding things as we started. We're like, hey, wait, let me go get this. And we got like the little tea bucks. Like, we need a pot. Where do we get a pot? And we got like water bottles and just yeah. like anything we could find just to make something out of it. But it was awesome. It was just, it was fun just cruising. That's professionally cruising. If you're doing it, <laughs> we were cruising and we produced a masterpiece. That. I love that. Am I, am I a professional cruiser then? You're a professional. Right, you're a holo holo pro embodied. Let's go. Are you kidding? That's the whole point. And that's the thing about it. It's like we, like, what the brand I want it to be is just like a lifestyle. It's like, bruh, if you're a cruiser too, like, bruh, we can all cruise. Like, we can all cruise. But if you're not cruising, bruh, I cannot cruise with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like that. The professional. We should quote the, that, right? Like, <laughs> if you're not cruising, I cannot cruise with you. <laughs> nah. But it's like, it's more the professional part just comes in being like, in, like, what I remember from it is just like, yeah, we're doing this thing and like, it's kind of like, we're making it up as we go and we're going into it, like, not really with expectation, but to, as we're going along, everything just kind of works out and plays out to be like, just a fun day. That was like, that's what makes it professional. The engagement, how much joy we had and just like, it was just the confidence of what we were making. It was just so, <laughs> it was in, it's backyard fun. It was just awesome. It, no, I think backyard fun is the exact way to yeah. like phrase what that whole thing was. Like, what was it like two to three hours of us just like with two cameras in the backyard, yeah. water, like literally like. Like little kids just yeah. trying to put, like making mud pies. That's yeah. what it felt. <laughs> we were just trying to, we were about to grab grass and mud, start putting it in the. <laughs> I think that's oh, what that draws awesome. a lot of people to, to like that kind of content because it's authentic. It's it's your backyard. It, yeah. You know, you get flashbacks of, hey, when I was with my buddies in my backyard trying to do stupid stuff like this, and uh, it really puts a smile on people's faces. And I think what you two did was was pretty awesome. I think you too, loved it. I loved it. Let's I go. loved every minute <laughs> like, of it. For me too, it sort of felt like I wasn't really doing it for like views. Yeah, and then no, you, not yeah. at all. pure enjoyment of yes. just going through the and whole that's process. That's the best of part of it is like being pre like just being like how you said it. It's like just being present. Just like this, like what we're doing right now. We're just all shooting the shit, catching <laughs> up. Like, whoa, what'd you say? Did you say shooting the? <laughs> shit? Right. Did we both just catch it at the same time? Oh no, that's his favorite. That's book. his. That's is Ryan's that, catchphrase right there. <laughs> he didn't say it once today. Just shooting the. Shit. See how the universe works, man. <laughs> <laughs> you end up professionally cruising like and shooting the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Caught on to it. But but so looking at all the characters, because I know you play a lot of different characters mm -hmm. in your YouTube videos and the vlogs and whatnot. Do you have one that you just love playing? Like it's your go-to or your favorite? Probably like ah. Uh, I don't know. I like Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe's a funny one. So, so describe to us what Bobby Joe is or Bobby, give us a sample. So Bobby Joe is like this uncle that lives in the forest pretty much. So <laughs> me, and, me and my other buddy Ryan, not this Ryan, my black friend Ryan, um, but Sorry. we go hiking and there's this one hike where it just overlooks um, all of Kailua and there's like this tree 
And it was just a joke. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it has to be an authentic joke that starts, like, this narrative in my head. And I just go with it. Like, I don't know where it comes from. But then I just jump into it. And I can only do it, like, like you putting on, not putting me on the spot. But, like, I couldn't In the just, moment. Yeah, I couldn't access. Like, he has to be present. Like, it's, like, an actual mm. character almost. So, like, Bobby Joe is, like, I was, like, bro, it's my tree. And then I'm talking to Ryan. And Ryan's, you know, I make these jokes. Like, if you're not from here, you're Howley, technically. Um which Howley is very lightly used. It's not even anything serious, but like I always refer to all my mainland friends as my Howley friends because mm-hmm. they are. And we just came up with this joke and he rolls with it and I'm just acting like this uncle. And if you know like a back roads, uh, drug addict, chronic uncle from Wamanalo, like this character I've created embodies him perfectly. And if you've <laughs> ever seen one, you're like, oh my God, he nails it. But you have to know to know. And Aside from him, I would say probably just like my natural broad old boy when I start rapping. That's the only other, that's like the one, two that, yeah, professional, the brippy brapper rap session. What, what even is a brippy brapper rap session? Like, or like, what is, how did you even brippy brap? <laughs> is that just You've never sounded so white in my <laughs> life there. <laughs> I, I think that young kid doing that, that what that dude what doing? is he doing over there <laughs> he's doing he's over there bripping and brapping and a guy in the parking lot he was talking about a brippy brap i said no thank you he asked if i wanted when i said no thanks sir it's too much <laughs> uh, no but like a brip i i don't like so brap was this you know you know on like a moped when you yeah when you gas it it's like brap brap so i just and then brippy brap just sounded cool so I made it up, really, and then rap session made all sense. So Brippy Brapper Rap Session really was just like a run on words that ends up meaning, Brad, just go in it. Like, just put your mind on Thoughtopilot, like, auto... I auto- love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Thoughtopilot? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, your thoughts on autopilot. So I, ca- I call it Thoughtopilot. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's genius. And then I just, whatever, whatever's happening Can in my head... Can we put that on a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> no that's literally like it's like a I, that's how i access like brought older boy like it's just you like sometimes i access him just naturally but that's like where my mind goes like um anxiety type of situations or like when i get excited like how do i calm myself down it's like okay just read the situation speak on what's happening and then like eventually you just find words that rhyme with each other and then all of a sudden oh my god this is a brippy brapper rap section <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah it's I, I know i saw in the danimals video so if you haven't already or if you don't know check out ola boy vlogs on youtube yeah. there's some absolute gem Bangers. videos on there and there's a video with uh featuring danimals baseball when you actually came out and vlogged a bit at our at our games mm-hmm. uh when you also brought out chase your friend oh my um, god sniper <laughs> yeah sniper. that was perfect perfect oh way to introdu- introduce him to the that game that was just beautiful that was just beautiful and the the most awesome part about that i don't know if any of you guys realize he didn't strike out that was his yeah, first ever up. that was his first ever live at bat the fact that he didn't strike out blows it, my mind made oh. contact got on base too yeah got on base on an error scored I mean, I'll take it scored fumbling like he, <laughs> he almost made it <laughs> that was hilarious no it was great i i do want to save enough time because i am almost jumping out of my seat excited to open that pack right there you want to open this pack but first we do have to get into a reoccurring segment the mm-hmm. uh 
Nope, that's not it. You wrote <laughs> Danimals. Oh, okay. Scrolling down. Scrolling down through the notes. Sorry, guys. No. Rapid fire. Oh. Uh, What's rapid fire? Brandon will tell you what rapid fire is. What do we got, Brand? With the mic in his face. First question for rapid fire. What oh. is the best card you've ever pulled in any pack? Charizard. Ever. Any? any? Have, like, Char I have pulled a $650 Charizard, which is awesome. Was that on a live stream? No. The thing is, I always vlog every single time, and then just I decided to stop. As and soon as I decided to stop, I started stopped. pulling fuego, like absolute <laughs> fire, and I just couldn't record after that because I started, like, every single box we pulled up until I started recording was fire. Start recording trash baseball players are so superstitious dude, dude we're the worst <laughs> we're the absolute worst but yeah charizard i pulled a 600 dollars charizard it was awesome all right cool did yeah. you sell it or do you still have it i still have it i was gonna bring i honestly was gonna bring that charizard <laughs> here i was gonna bring a whole bunch of stuff and i was like no don't be that weird old kid <laughs> like, i get it but don't do that just bring one thing it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i love it dude that must have been a rush of emotions oh my god man. it was crazy that's awesome yeah and i always rip with uh my cousin chase and he like so he buys every i've never really paid for any of my pokemon cards all the pokemon cards you guys see me rip i've not bought one of them oh that's how good god is i don't have to even buy this stuff i just hold the pro professional cruiser brad just just do it just do it no that's nike sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. What's a good book that you live by? A good book that I live by would probably be The Alchemist. I know. Alchemist. Yeah. It's kind of about finding your personal legend. Um, it was actually the first book I ever finished. I want. I bought like 30 books at one time. And I realized, you know what? I've never actually finished any of these. I better finish one. And I just decided on that one. And the story is just about this kid that like he doesn't know what's happening. But he realizes that something special about him. And... The whole point of like the storyline is just like finding your personal legend is just finding your your own willpower inside and we all have our own sort of willpower it's just a matter of like how you apply that and like express yourself through it so definitely the alchemist have you anybody else read the book i have uh really? it was a long time ago though i think also one of the first books i read cover to cover mm -hmm. and uh yeah loved it yeah absolutely recommend i have not, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. They'll catch on eventually. Yeah. All right. Since you're from Hawaii, it might be a tough question. Mm -hmm. uh, mountains or oceans? I don't know. Everybody's different. See, I, I definitely like... Um, so I grew up in Wamanalo, which is like back roads yeah. and like close up in the mountains. So I grew up in the mountains and I think I would like eventually want to settle. I'd rather be closer to the mountain than the ocean, but I would die if I couldn't be in... The, like I wouldn't want to live anywhere aside from... Like, it can't be more than a 10-minute drive from the ocean. So, Hawaii's dope because it's ever 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, luckily. But, yeah, probably mountain. Did your... This is, like, not that rapid. This is, <laughs> like... like oh, okay. This is, like, going semi-automatic. <laughs> <laughs> this one is... So, going back to that TikTok of you climbing the tree to get the, your, your dog the coconut. Uh-huh. Did your dog appreciate that coconut? Oh, my God. He ripped the out of that coconut <laughs> he didn't even it didn't last more than 10 like the video that it took for me to get the coconut that was longer that was longer than him <laughs> having the coconut he just tore right through. i'm like bro come on what kind like, of dog pitbull love it L Wait, little rascal diesel no nalu oh. yeah he was a uh, um an old flame of mine our little puppy we got him at the humane society but he's still my boy he knows it 
I would steal them all the time. <laughs> I'd go by the house and just take them out of the front yard and go cruise with them and then drop them back off. They'd never know. <laughs> Sorry, Alice. <laughs> and last rapid fire question. Favorite animal memory so far? Favorite animal memory so far? There's a lot. Um, honestly, when Josh, the game that when Josh threw the gem and... Um, there's a lot of festivities that went into this night, and it was a very bonding experience. I know you were there. Um, we all joined together. Um, probably can't put this one on the podcast. Oh, at Hans Laurent. At Hans oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, and then yes. we all bonded. It he was had great. A, he we had a great day that day. Great day. Josh threw a gem. He threw I, a I complete hit my, game. I finally hit the ball. I hadn't hit the ball. That's the like, game you no, those are the shot off the wall, right? Yeah, yeah, the shot off the wall, which is like up until that point, I hadn't really pieced up a ball. I'm like, dude, did I forget how to play baseball? <laughs> and then there's on my vlog, I literally put it. I'm like, um, Ryan's recording me. He's like, so what's your approach? I'm like. Swing as hard as I can and hope for the best. <laughs> I don't know. And it happened at Hans Lounge, of course. Of course. Of all would, places. Yeah. The home field. But I don't have my... I have warning track power now. <laughs> I, need to go and, I need to hit the gym. Because you're using a bomb bat, not an axe bat. That's true. The Ooh. axe bat might have been a... No, I hate axe bat. Great plug. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think there was a there's a pretty fun moment uh, in that game, too, that I remember. It was like Josh going out for his eighth inning or ninth inning or whatever it was and like <laughs> as, the last inning it's the last inning yeah it, as you guys were walking out of the dugout um i think you run past him and go if he gets two guys on i'm coming in and, and josh, josh is goes, like if you come up you there come i'm up just me, gonna fight you i'm gonna fight you <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then i remember you in the outfield like you were like josh one more guy to get on then i'm coming <laughs> well the funny the funny thing was uh earlier in the game josh's dad gave jo- up the bat. josh gave up a shot to left center was the only real hard hit ball he gave up and then in that last inning i think ola parked you parked yourself in yeah, left center i literally went to where the <laughs> ball got hit and i just sat <laughs> and gave up like a hundred feet of uh base hit of of real estate in right center and then the same guy goes right center triple oh my god it was that was that's how beautiful baseball could be though you're trying to just be the funny guy in the field and it just cold it, it goes straight. The ball <laughs> it was already going south by you doing that and then it just plummets i mean it was awesome I, but that's the fun about it it's like without that stuff everybody on the bench is just sitting on the bench without, yeah you know everybody wants to see what can somebody do something that's what i <laughs> if i'm sitting on the bench i'm like can somebody just scream please <laughs> No? Okay, baseball! (laughs) (laughs) I love your energy. I love your presence. And uh, the Danimals are so fortunate to have you uh, join our squad, be a part of our squad, be on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, I I think it's been a match made in heaven. I I, I truly believe that your addition was uh, one that I'll remember forever. Aw, thank you. (laughs) You know, I've had a lot of coaches in my life, but Coach Ragai, you are just by far the most professional cruiser of a coach that I've ever met. Congratulations, Ryan. You're officially a a professional cruiser. You are. You're officially holo holo pro'd by the holo holo pro. So gonna gonna need a shirt. You're definitely I think, gonna, I think yeah. I'll trade you a shirt for the hat. How's that? Okay, bet, bet. I'll also pay for the hat. I'm a, I'm a man of my word, so I'll pay for the hat. You got a couple shirts on me. Um, double the price. No, no. <laughs> double <laughs> the price. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I got you, though. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's been a fun episode with Ola. Oh. I can't thank you enough.
Sounds well, like you're yeah, about yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I'll get into it. I okay. got it in the okay. back pocket. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. John's it, ready to put your hands. It's John's ready. ready it's, hands. Been a, it's been a fun episode with Ola, one that uh, I think is going to uh, be, I think, a popular one for, for the crowd. Nice. Thank you for joining us. Of but course. before we go tonight, mm-hmm. stay tuned for the Ripples. We yes. rip some packs. The Ripples. Here we go. <laughs> the Dadamo's Now we're Ripples. talking. Now we're talking. We're take a look at uh, some enjoyable moments with uh, some Pokemon cards. Stay tuned after the break. This is Under the Lights presented by Danimals Baseball featuring Ola Boy. Yes, sir. Aloha, Kako. Blazer. In honor of having Kegola on our podcast today, we're doing it vlog style. We're happy to bring on a new sponsor, Barber Fit Hawaii and Barber Kicks. Thank you for sponsoring Under the Lights presented by Danimals Baseball. Here we have the brand new pomade product. Um, pomade, if you don't know, is really good for slicking your hair, shaping it, and then giving it a nice matte finish. Brian and I are super stoked to be trying it out. Unfortunately, Brandon doesn't use pomade, so he won't be using it. But it smells awesome. You know, we're really excited to be using it. Thank you so much, Barber Kex. If you want to book an appointment with him, you can find him on Instagram, kickhigh underscore boy22. Go book an appointment. Show him some love. Thank you for sponsoring Under the Lights, presented by Danimals Baseball. Oh my goodness! Is that good? You got a charger? Is it a good thing? This is an evolutions pack. Is that a good thing? This is the six hundred dollars. Not rolling yet. This is our sway. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dude, I think we have to go live. I'm missing it. How's it? This is Mr. Coach from Under the Lights, presented by Danimals Baseball, here with some bonus content. Pack Guys. ripping with Ola Boy. Ola, what do we got? Oh my. Guys, I, I'm tripping out too. So I thought we were going to get a Darkness Ablaze pack. Darkness Ablaze has a Charizard inside, but... No, it's fine. That's just that's just a trinket. You can have that, Joe. That's all you. <laughs> he's like he's like no, it's not gonna grade a ten now. No, um, but okay. You guys are all in luck. We have a evolutions. We have an evolutions pack. This guys, we can pull a six hundred dollar Charizard out of this. If it happens, I'm there. I might cry. So. I'm tripping out. We're so lucky. You guys are all lucky. I'm blessed. Oh my god. Okay. Can you hold this? Yep. We're going to start off with some sword and shield. I'm going to teach you guys the basics of ripping. Certain packs are different than others. I believe. I never ripped before. Would you like to rip this pack? No, well, because I see people. You have to shuffle some cards to the back and then they'll reveal it. Here, you're going to take over from here. What you're going to do is. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. All right. So now you're going to open it. Uh, now you're gonna turn it the other move way. Move it a little yep. left. Move it a little left so you get in the shot. Yep. Are we in the shot? Nope. You gotta wait, bud. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. Oh <laughs> my god, dude, this is crazy to me. Hang on, we gotta take this call on the podcast. You're gonna have to pause. Yeah, this is Chase. Of all people, <laughs> this? Chase. I'm Chase. I'm literally on a podcast right now. We're about to rip green pack. Dang it. Um, we got a green pack, Doesn't but I know. I'm so upset. All right. Yeah, Yes, I am. Okay, bye. Love you, you, bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now you're going to take that top card, put it on the ground, or put it on the table. Now you're going to go four cards to the front. Now you go one, two, three, four to the front. Now put those in the front. Okay. 
And then now Ooh. you're going to turn the whole pack over. Oh, all the pressure's on you, Jaren. All the pressure's on Jaren. So this is Sword and Shield, guys. I don't know what hits are in here. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Go back, go back, go back. Oh. All right. Now turn it over. What do you mean? Now turn the whole to pack. The face yeah, there you go. Oh. Now, now you go from Did there. Did I just reveal the best card? No, that's the that's the last card. So the card right before that's the hit oh card. So you're chilling. You're chilling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared's like, Did I just spoiled, did I just ruin the whole podcast? Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now you so, just go. So we got blue energy. We got... We got... It looks like purple to me. Oh, p purple energy. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited. Uh, we got okay. Elagos. Elagos. Eldegos. Air balloon. Oh, one air balloon. See, one air balloon. This is uh, the, the it, yeah, the, the clown. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got uh, Palpad. This is what we need to log in all these memories, guys. For sure. For sure. All right. We Whoa. got... Oh, Galarian Ponyta. That's a nice one. Look at her. She's so cute. Yeah, Oh, Sobble. Okay. All right. Sobble. All right. Sobble. We got Sobble. That's a starter. That's kind of sad. Right? He's a little sad, but he's all right. He's a guppy. All right. Maritactus. Maractus. Imagine sitting on. I've never seen half. Ponita. Ponita, yes. Yeah. Sobble, yes. This guy, no. I wouldn't want to sit on him for sure. His attack said zzzz. No, you got to go. Maractus, you zzzz. That is weak. Mudbray. Mud oh, this one looks kind of. It's like stupid. a donkey. It's like a. It's like a muddy donkey. Stampede and rear. Camera. All right, I think okay. this is the hit. No, next card is the well, hit. The next one. The, the next, next one card is the cool. hit. Wow. What do we got? So here we go. Here it is, guys. It the big be. reveal. The jars. Oh. What do we got? We got a dud. Jesus. What do we got? Butt plug. Bug. Blip bug. Blip bug. It means for family. Oh, well, that's that's cute, that's fitting. Though. No, that's, that's cute because you know we're family here, so that's what we wanted. And last week I revealed this. Before. Yeah, he revealed this guy. Mud, mud, Muds, Mudsdale. Mudsdale. Okay, I think for this it's next right. one, we'll give me the camera for here, and I'll take the overhead shot. Yeah. Okay. So hang on. I'm gonna have. We're gonna have to do this one absolutely correct. I'm gonna have to ask Siri. Siri, how many cards go to the front when you rip evolution packs? <laughs> Here we go. All right, Jaw, Jaw, you gotta, you gotta do it, Jaw. You gotta do it to me. You gotta do it, please. So you oh my God. Here, huh? Yeah. So they go right from there. Be gentle. Be gentle. <laughs> this is a, this is a pack. This is the one. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't watch this. I can't watch. This is a thirty-five dollar pack. Like this pack costs thirty-five bucks. What did you get by this can? I got this can for fifteen. That's how lucky we got, guys. You guys don't understand. Ooh. This is this is Danimal's beast ball right here, ripping <laughs> packs. Let's go! Come on, Jaja. Ja. The energy in this room. Uh, okay, perfect. Now don't even look at that card. Put that card right there. Put that card right there. All right. Now go three. One, two, three. One. Two, three, yep. Oh my goodness. And then flip it over. Yep. Oh, and then I hope it's another keep. purple energy. Right. Oh, oh, oh. oh Joe, Joe, don't look at the corners. <laughs> don't look at the corners. Don't look at the corners. Oh, okay, what just keep mean? keep it just like that and now go. I don't want to even see a peeker. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try. Right, I'm gonna try. Go for it. Oh, right. oh Blastoise. That's my guy. That's Blastoise. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Jaw. Little trainer. Oh, that's so, three trainers, bro. That is unheard of right there. It's guaranteed 
that if if there is a Charizard in here, it's gonna be on the a minimum six hundred dollar card. No, no, and it's which, guaranteed which gonna be the place? last. It's gonna be the last card. The last, last one. Yeah, so it's gonna be the last card. card. It's gonna be a last card. Okay. Woo. Oh my like god! Ratatata. I'm in the ghetto. Forty HP. That's weak. That's weak. Growlithe. 70 hp oh my god it's shiny bro wait, we wait, have a hollow oh my How god do you know? i, I can i can see it. i saw it I, oh my god it's i can see the peeker <laughs> ah, you. no you're doing so good john here we go oh my god is this the female one it's coming up it's what is this sign? that's nita nita ran that's the, that's the no that's the guy Male? that's the guy volpix this is the well, these are the these are like the f one of the OGS packs ever. I think it's coming up, guys. Go Whoa. slow, go slow, go slow, go slow. Ah, Sandro. Sandro. Oh my God, this okay. This next card is it, guys. You're gonna hold down this button right here. Dude, Pilau's watching this. Oh my God. Okay. Pilau. Pilau. We got a Sandro. Come on the podcast, man. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, what's going on? Sandro. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, ah, Oh, I think it's the next card. I think there's one more hit behind it. Come so on, good that's a shiny? good, that's a shiny. Okay, that, shiny. Yeah, that's so that's a reverse hollow. What we go. want? What right we? What we <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need a Charizard on the back right here. I, you see how it's shiny on the back? That's no, good. No, I don't. Oh my god. <laughs> You're crazy. Oh my god. Wait, okay, wait. I'm kind of nervous. Here we okay. go. Ah! <laughs> that's a fire card too. That is fire. That's fire. Dragonite! Oh my oh god! My god. Oh, don't tell me that. Oh, that is Fuego. This is my second favorite guy. I'm done. I'm not touching you. Ja, you're that's crazy. You're incredible. That's crazy. Oh, we pulled fire. Are we are we live right now? Oh, here first, folks. Oh, that is intense. Baseball. Holy cow! This card is what? Like at least hundred dollars. At least like a thousand dollars. No, it's like it's probably like at least a sixty seventy dollar card. Hundred eighty. That's a this is a Dragonite EX. This is a hard one to hit. This is like one of the hardest cards in the set to hit. Okay, okay. So let's go, boys. Oh, dude, that was dude. That is what ripping is all about. Just pull. This is fire, guys. This is fire. I am so glad tonight happened. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, the inaugural Danimals pack <sighs> ripping session is a success. Topped off with Dragonite. Couldn't have happened without our buddy Kiola Hyman. Dude, I'm happy so to happy. Have you here, man. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate this whole experience. It's been epic. I think what you guys have here is awesome. Um, you guys need to keep doing it because it's fun. People are going <laughs> to love it. This is awesome, and I'm just so grateful to be your guys' friend. You guys are dope. Seriously. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming on, man. Of course. Ah, That'll dude, do that it for is this a episode. Fire card. This is Fuego. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jaw, you got magic thing. You got fairy. I'm just, like, opening it, and my gum fell on my <laughs> <laughs> I would have shanked you. That'll do I it for Under the Lights, presented by Daniels Baseball. See us next time. We're out, boys. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>